world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. And we have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalizing spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from Red Pill Project sent you. live good morning good afternoon good evening everybody wherever you are in the world this is everybody's favorite new show on the red pill project morning coffee with vince and andrea where we have our morning coffee with the red pill family and talk about the news and events of the day from finance u.s news world news health news science news everything under the sun uh and it's a good time as always well my name is vince taglavia as always i'm joined by andrea Andrea, good morning. It's Monday. Oh my goodness, here we are again. It is indeed a Monday, and I am not ready. Like my weekend was not long enough. <laughs> yeah, I need, I'm I need like it. four or five days for a weekend. I need like the opposite. Like I need oh. two weekend, five day weekend. <laughs> Heck yeah, I'm, I'm I'm all about that. Let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we're bringing the show to you Monday and Tuesday. We got the rest of the week off. Well, shoot. I like doing the shows. I, that, um, but, man, you're right. There's so much going on. And I saw someone on the app, our uh, private social network, socialreddipill.com, uh, free to join. Uh, that was talking about basically the jello. I don't think they said the jello, but they're like, the past two weeks has been super heavy or something. Something's up. Anybody else? <laughs> and I, oh my gosh, I was just yes. like, yeah. <laughs> Probably because they turned CERN on and they're messing with uh, us on a maybe. You know, microscopic level or molecular <sighs> levels. Or I don't know. Dude, there's but just I've been... just been tired. Yeah. And unmotivated. And I've got so much work to do. Yeah, I'm having a hard time and, finding that I'm... motivation. 
Yeah, it, it's just rough. And then, of course, it's hot on top of it. And so really all you want to do is lay on the couch in front of the air conditioning <laughs> and not move. Oh, that coffee is yeah, good today. Rough. That sounds oh. terrible. I can't complain about the weather here. But it's I mean, it's pretty nice here. I, I can't I can't complain. It's not flooding anymore, so I'm thankful for that. Oh, it can always be worse, yeah. Right. Right. Oof. But I'm just I'm kinda of done with the nineties and it, it could get hotter. Last year was way worse than this, but it's it's not so much the heat as it is the moisture. So like I don't do muggy. Mm. And I it's very muggy here because Oof. we've because of all the flooding and then we have keep getting storms and so Yeah. Very muggy and mosquitoes everywhere and I have been just eaten alive. That's so the worst. That would get terrible. Yeah, that's annoying. I've got them on my face, my arm my legs, my arms, <laughs> my feet. I'm like yeah. I've literally got a mosquito bite on the bottom of my foot. I don't know how that happens. <laughs> the bottom of my foot that's pretty wild yeah that's that's a really itchy spot too right that's like that's one of those like that's like a knuckle bug bite where it's just like yeah oh. <laughs> oh. i'm like walking around and i'm like my foot itches and stuff people probably think i've got tourette's <laughs> I don't know. that's funny terrible <laughs> anyway wow well i think a lot of people could relate to this stuff some people are saying they're feeling it i think a lot of it has to do with just the bombardment of news after news and it is us and a lot lot of yeah us and a lot of our colleagues out there and listeners they're on it so i think it's a lot of this just kind of uh i'm gonna throw back to what we covered on saturday vampirism it just sucks your energy so I don't blame anybody who decides, you know, I need to take a week off or two weeks off unplug or just focus on me or focus on my family, focus on this, focus on that. It's yeah. uh, good to do that sometimes. Um, it's very exhausting. And this last week has been just a bombardment of huge Things happening. I'm frozen, aren't I? Okay, let me see if I can. Yes, you this. are. <laughs> and of course, the face you're making is classic. <laughs> oh gosh, here we go. Oh, anybody want to screenshot this and make some memes of Vince now? Your time. <laughs> Holy Oh, I. You don't have to ask. They they grab them. Here we go. I'm back. <laughs> all right oh good thing i'm really good looking no matter what i do with my right face. yeah, yeah. Let's, not, <laughs> let's not freeze me though i'm not so good looking <laughs> holy mackerel okay uh, yeah better See, you than me it's one of those days already here we go <laughs> right yeah our our internet's been running kind of wonky here lately because yesterday we had storms roll through here and so yeah a lot hopefully, of uh hopefully it stays Pretty, pretty big storm over there in the northeast as well over the past week. Dang, and I, I just feel like I need a stretch too. Jeez, yeah. what is up Pence with muscles. That? Holy crap. Well, let's get into it. There's a lot going on. Uh, we're going to start with finance. Um, <clears throat> this week's a big week. As far as stock market goes in the U.S., we have... Uh, the consumer price index numbers coming out Wednesday. We have earnings coming out all week. Um, 
the value of the dollar is being weird. People are unsure what the hell's going on. Uh, abroad, we have the energy chaos in Europe, the energy crisis in Germany and elsewhere, including in the States as well, which is wreaking havoc on the markets as well. We have places like Sri Lanka that have gone bankrupt and people are absolutely protesting. And pro the protests in uh, the Netherlands and... Yeah. Yeah. Everywhere, definitely man. it's a global a global thing you know and yeah um, and then on top of all that you've got china starting to lock down and all of their restrictions not doing good things for the market either so the markets and aren't the doing good today. in china that are going to be that biden keeps talking about lifting mm -hmm. that's going to affect the markets the international stuff world. yeah the trade war man yeah, that's all you guys. That's all we need to know about the markets, pretty much. I just wanted to encapsulate it all in a quick slew. What the heck's going on? We're just gonna keep our eye on it as this all unfolds. Um, not let it. Red. Don't let it suck our energy. It's just gonna do its thing, and we're gonna watch it, and we're gonna let you know what's happening. Um, of course, today Twitter opened minus seven percent. Uh, the rest of the stock market. Yeah, we'll talk about why. Uh, the rest of the stock market's red. I guess let's look just to double check and get a uh, live update of the numbers. Uh, let me refresh this. Pretty ugly. Yeah, minus 1%, S&P 500. The Nasdaq's almost minus 2%. Crude oil's $103. Gold is down 1736 Holy moly. Silver, $19.15. Bitcoin's also having a bad day, 20396 And look at the 10-year bond down 3.6 percent just terrible um i'm expecting well we're all expecting this to just be absolutely terrible and i look at the uh the mainstream news the fake news of course or the state-run news although they won't admit it uh the mockingbird media and they're like i see i saw a headline this morning five things to do in this tumultuous time or something along those lines, right? Not even that good of a headline. I just made that up, but it was like five things you could do in these markets. And it was like, it was like, invest. <laughs> it's like invest in less companies and focus on companies with good reputations. So it's like, take your money away from all the small businesses and put them or smaller businesses and put them in shit like Amazon and Apple that are more secure. And then this is some commie stuff. And I'm just like, this is bullshit. And I just clicked on it. I knew by the headline that it was bullshit. Of course, they're telling everybody just move your money around to more safe investments in these other companies that have good data coming out of them. This data, no one believes the fucking data. Okay, it's all bullshit. It's fake news, just like all the the science that everybody should be listening to is a lot of times very misleading, if not 100% fraudulent and fake. Um, same thing with the market data, and that we'll see this week. What are they going to do? They could spin it, they could make it seem positive, or they could make it seem negative. But whatever they do, they're going to try to pump money into the markets. It's all a scam. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it really is a scam. Well, and they want to steal people's wealth. So honestly. If you're still dumb enough to follow their advice, then they're going to take your money. Yeah, I'm not investing any of my money into Apple or Amazon or any of these big Twitter or anything because I don't support them. Why am I going to give them money? Right. 
I don't well, even use their services. Been, well, I use if Apple. If you've been listening to Josh for any length of time, you know, you know, by this point in time, you should have somewhat of a diversified portfolio, you know, that you're investing in, whether those are, you know, real goods, food, uh, food and supplies Water, and stuff like that, seeds. you know, um, or that. you're invested in gold and silver or crypto or you know, you've put your money somewhere else other than leaving it in dollars or putting it in the stock market. Mm -hmm. um, you know, yeah. those are just we kind also, of, yeah, sketch. that's how they steal your wealth. I mean, these things are run by big bankers and the globalists. Yeah. So yeah. why would you put your money there? Just so they can steal more of it? Mm -hmm. Majority of the time they win that game. You can't win at their game unless you join their evil cult. Um, <laughs> eventually you'll get got. But, I mean, I, I not to say I'm against having any money in the stock markets or trading the markets. People can make money in a bear market, and that's all good. If you trade stocks, you're doing good. Do your thing. But um, if you're interested in figuring things out another way... All people what? or all businesses that are, you know, traded publicly like that either no. are bad companies. No, you know, so it's not all of them. You know, you just have to be wise it's, about how you invest your money. And it's stuff the system. And, you know, do your due diligence. You know, in the companies that you're investing in, and if you're going to invest in the smart stock market, and you have options as far as what you can do, just make sure you do your due diligence and research the companies and well, know that. Yeah, that's part of it. But also, I'm in the mindset. If I were in the market still, which I'm not in the market at all right now. Um, I would be short-term investing only, and I would do high-risk trades and options trading. And I'd get in and I'd get out no longer than like a month trade at a time, yeah. or like a month-long term on a trade, or even less. Yeah. Um, one thing you could do if you're interested in buying gold and silver, you've been thinking about it, or you're watching your 401k just dwindle, we know professionals. Kirk Elliott is a friend of the Red Pill Project. You can visit him at getgoldtoday.com, and he can help you guys figure that out with a free consultation. You could reach him at getgoldtoday.com. And by uh, utilizing his services, you are also supporting the Red Pill Project and preparing yourself for this crazy inflation and the destruction of the dollar and the collapse of the global financial system. That shit's real. Also, uh, make sure you guys are getting food, make sure you're getting water and all these things. Farms, farmers are standing up all around the world because they see what's coming. Yeah. Uh, we're likely to see a lot of food shortages and chaos and riots and just it's not looking pretty. So make sure that you're preparing you and your family and your pets. Uh, we also have a sponsor for that, My Patriot Supply, uh, which you could reach them through our link to uh, give us credit. We'll check out their sales by using the link redpills.tv slash patriot. Yeah. Well, and one thing, too, is if you can't do that, you know, just pick up extra stuff at the grocery store. But yeah. I will say this. I, there was somebody on the app um, who created yeah. a post that said, make sure you're checking expiration dates when you mm -hmm. go to the grocery store. Because a lot of the expiration dates, they're selling expired food. And I think it has a lot to do with. Uh, some of these supply chain issues that we're seeing and stuff. So interesting, they're um, pulling out shit that they weren't pulling out that were warehoused. Yeah, back yeah, I think during COVID, should have been should have been sold a long time ago. Weren't probably because you know, and the COVID thing. You know, we know that they intentionally tried to create shortages and stuff like that, and because they wanted to make it look worse than it was, so they could steal the election. So. <clears throat> 
um, just make sure you're checking expiration dates, honestly. And yeah. there's some things where it may matters less, mm-hmm. you know, um, but yeah. definitely, you I'm, know, I'm, I'm not going to tell people buy expired food. But no, I rotate mine out. I rotate my food. Um, but I don't mind. I'll eat something expired. I'll, I don't care. And um, that's just me. I mean, I'm not responsible for anything you decide to do. You know, follow right. your own. Exactly. Your own thing, like, but I, I'm personally, not going to throw out a box of noodles if they're a month expired, right? Yeah, Just personally, I don't, I don't think all this stuff. I okay, it's not written in stone, in my opinion, and it just uh, loses its quality of taste and whatnot. So that's just something to note. There's a lot of debate in the canning industry and everything, and articles about this. That's people going back and forth. It's interesting. So. Yeah. But if it's something that, you know, is one of your pet peeves or whatever, you know, just be aware that that's something you may want to look for. Yeah. And one thing I do go by, though, if I open up a can and that's, like, old, you do the smell test, you do the taste test, and go from there. Because this has never failed our ancestors. Right? We had some, some, like, fruit cup things Uh that we had. And they were getting close to their expiration. They weren't expired yet, but they were close to their expiration. And so I was like, okay, we need to cycle this out of our supply. And so we opened them up, and it was terrible. We ended up throwing it out. It was just nasty? It just wasn't good. There was no flavor to it whatsoever. It just kind of had this funky... I don't know how yeah. to really explain it, but I it was close to its expiration date, and I was like, eh. <laughs> hmm. we were going to try to use it before it expired, but um, ended up throwing it out instead because Good it didn't, didn't taste right. So. Good example. Yeah, and like long-term water bottles that are those really cheap, chintzy water bottles, not a good way to store water. If at no, all possible, they get a BPA in them too. A lot of them do. Yeah, get a better a container of better plastic or glass or whatever and store it that way. I don't think anybody stores their water in glass, but... Um, um, stainless steel, you know, you should be fine in stainless steel. If you're going to... Um, stainless steel or glass, either one, just make sure that you keep it out of the sunlight. Um, so you don't put bacteria and stuff growing in there. Yeah. Well, yeah. We could go on and on about prepping. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? Just be careful hey, what you this do. Is, hey, <laughs> This is important, though, because this is, like, one of the most important things that we should actually be talking about. I don't think people are realizing the possibility of how bad this could get. So uh, that's why we make it a point to mention this stuff. Uh, yeah. A little bit of preparation puts you magnitudes more in... Okay. Uh, I don't know. The words are... I know people that are doing nothing. Like, literally nothing. They're like, oh, the world is fine. You know, we'll we'll, we'll get through this. I'm like, yeah, Okay. <laughs> Look, don't come knocking on my door when you run out of groceries. Right. Oh, just be like, I don't have anything either. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Sorry. They're like, we can see your garden. Didn't produce anything. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, we have some news to go through. Why don't we go- get into it? Do you want to start with the first uh, article sure. here? Sure. This one was a big one that I found this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's from the Gateway Pundit. It says, they all lied, and we have proof. Highly sensitive DOJ January 6 documents leaked to the Gateway Pundit. FBI confidential human source infiltrated Proud Boys ran FBI operation on January 6, reported they were innocent. See text and documents in full. So it says, will this be the end of Chris Ray? It should be. The FBI and the Department of Justice continue to viciously politically persecute American citizens and terrorize the public. Now they have been caught. 
Shame on McCarthy, like January 6th, unselect committee for abusing their power and using groups like the Proud Boys and Oath Keepers as fall guys so they can punish their political opposition. This is not the United States we were mm. promised. Their lies are being exposed. A whistleblower has leaked a treasure trove of documents and text messages, some marked highly sensitive to the Gateway Pundit. These documents contain incredible exculpatory evidence proving the Department of Justice was aware that a group of indicted Proud Boys were innocent, yet are prosecuting them anyway. Wow. You can find the entire dump of documents below, which includes hundreds of pages of transcripts of audio recorded interviews with an assisting United States attorney, FBI agents, and their confidential human source. Confidential human source, or CHS, infiltrated the Kansas City Proud Boy group for over a year and a half before the January 6th event and kept the FBI goons informed on the group's activity. One source who is familiar with the FBI informant and has identified him as James Aaron Knowles. According to the source, Knowles had gained the group's total trust and was included in all group communications. Now, I'm not going to read this whole entire article because it's really long, but I definitely highly recommend that if you guys are interested in this, go in here, read this article. Um, it basically, it, there's, it goes on to say that um, the Proud Boys were not inciting violence. Um, there's a text message that says, Proud Boys did not do it, nor inspire. The crowd did as a herd mentality, not organized. And so it says, copy, nobody here knows what you're talking, what you're referring to, what happened. And it says, barriers down at Capitol, building crowd surged forward almost to the building now. So they got text messages and um, they've got emails and stuff. So he says, and so what they'll do in a situation like that is if they do get charged with something, they're probably going to plead a misdemeanor to be done with it. Because if it goes to trial with the way the political environment is, they'll get a, they're going to get rung mm -hmm. through the ringer in DC. And um, so then they talking about what they did in the Capitol and it says, are you going to send me the photo with his name? And he says, yes. Oh, the interviewer says, okay. He was like, I like, you know, I don't blame you if you don't want to go in because, and then it stops. And then interviewer, what did he do in the Capitol? The guy in the informant says, he made people pick up trash and he helped to de-escalate the standoff with cops. And so this is stuff that there, there wasn't, there was apparently some of these members of the Proud Boys were actually not interested in going into the Capitol. And they were hesitant to do that. And they knew it was the, a setup. They knew it was a setup. And the the FBI informant said that with him being infiltrated, there was absolutely no evidence of conspiracy whatsoever. He said the only reason that they were going to the January 6th event was so that the Trump supporters and um, American patriots could have a good day with their families and um, protest. But there was no inciting of violence. There was no planning to incite violence. Wow. They were going there to keep wow. Antifa from creating chaos and allowing people to enjoy their day. So, and this is all on paper. This is a whistleblower that's leaked this information. It'll be interesting to see what comes of this. Yeah. Um, I don't know if, you know, I, I'd say um, this is information that should be spread and truth yes. that should be spread out there. Um, and 
you know, we we need to start standing up and speaking out against the stuff because these people are being held as political prisoners. And if we don't stand up and do something, this is going to get worse. And more and more of us are going to find ourselves on the receiving end of this stick. Mm-hmm. People like Vince and I and Josh, um, people like, and, and we're already seeing some of it with um, uh, the guy who does, what's his name? Help me out here, Vince. I don't know. Uh, Infowars. Oh, Alex Jones? Alex Jones. Um, you know, so we're seeing this more and more. And there's a couple of other ones that have been, there was somebody that was just hit in Washington, D.C. that had their home F- rated or their studio raided by the FBI. I don't remember who it was. Yeah. Oh, didn't um, Glenn Beck just got raided by the FBI, too? Glenn Beck. That's what it was. That's or, what it was uh, not know, the FBI. Right he got, he got um, swatted. Oh, that's what it was. Swatted. Yeah. And, um, Apparently in that, that was interesting. He didn't stop recording his show. He just continued on while he was being swatted. I haven't seen the footage yet, but that's what I read. Yeah, um, but we've, it's a scary time, you know, it, it and it's is. a scary time to be a truth speaker. And, you know, this is big that this came out. I, I said, I was just like exclaiming, wow, not because I'm surprised right? about but the information, because... but be, I'm surprised about. Um, Somebody fact, being brave enough to do this? Yeah, the fact that it's all out there now. Yeah, I know. I saw it. And like I said, this is huge, and the article is really long. And I know that the Gateway Pundit, before they would have published this, would have verified all of it. Yes. Um, I, I trust this news outlet um, to be... Uh, what's the word? Mostly I mean, factual. <laughs> yeah, I would say I would say that they definitely do their due diligence when it comes yes. to verifying the stuff, and they have good intentions with their reporting. They're not this mockingbird garbage no. like Fox News or CNN. Right, they're a little so better. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see it. So and like I said, this will all be published in our recap. Go there, take a look at this article. It's way too much to read. Yeah. Um, and just go through it, you know, and start sharing this information. Because if we don't stand up and speak out against some of this stuff, mm-hmm. then pretty soon, because it, eventually they're going to get to a point where they're done with us. Like, they are going to mess with us. We're going to be labeled terrorists and we're going to be rounded up. And there's a lot of us out there that are trying to speak the truth and share the truth that have families. Yeah. You know, and we have lives. And so when we as Americans don't stand up for others, then, you know, nobody's going to be there to stand up for any of us. Yeah. Imagine, I mean, the FBI is just doing terrible work out there. They are. They're, they're, they're uh, an arm of this political dictatorship that we're finding ourselves under. I'd I'd like that. Definitely. They're totally corrupt and they probably have been for decades since they were originally going to be dismantled. And I would like to see the text messages from the FBI informant that's infiltrated into Antifa and actual terrorist groups in our country. I bet they don't sound anything like, oh, it was just a peaceful protest and there's actually no collusion. I bet it's more like, they're straight up terrorists in our country. <laughs> I think their text messages look more like, hey, where are those pallets of bricks going to be parked? <laughs> right? Oh my god. That's what their text messages look like. It's oh. terrible. 
it really is, this you know, is... and there's a lot of people out there who have a lot to lose if yeah. this goes sideways for all of us, um, mm -hmm. including us. Yeah. That's just kind of the honest. And, and this is the risk that we took knowing full well what we were getting into when we did this, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I've had that conversation with my husband before. I'm like, look, there is a very real possibility that this could end badly for me. Oh, yeah, for everyone. I'd, yeah, definitely. I think we're probably lower on the list than a lot. Oh, but... I definitely think we're lower on the list. We're not going to be among, you know, Alex Jones. But and Look at what and they do to Andy No and these people exactly. who really, really uh, are doing great journalism out there. They're targeted. They're harassed. They're attacked. Um, they're doxxed, all this stuff. So there is a risk, yeah. But I, I'm yeah, under no illusion that I won't be I, bullied. I, I won't be. I won't be either, and I won't be silenced. Yeah. And you know, if this very well may be the hill that I die in. Like I said, I'm under no illusion that I am high on some, you know, FBI yeah, agent sure. target list. You know, Jim. But um, it's definitely it's still a risk. Sure. And it's one that I take knowingly. Yeah, I uh, I hear you. And be aware of it. Don't trust anybody. <laughs> you never know who people are. And uh, and that's part of the reason why we have to be really careful what we do report on and stuff. And um, there are things that we don't report on intentionally. Yeah, it's a lot of times. You know, because we don't know who's putting that information out there. Right. And if we can't verify it, then we shouldn't be reporting on it. Let's talk about Elon you know? Musk. This was actually pretty interesting. Uh, I got excited when I saw this. Um, over the weekend, Elon Musk tweeted, um, the news came out that he wasn't going to go through with the deal on purchasing Twitter for $44 billion, And he um, came out and tweeted this meme pictures of himself and it says they said i couldn't buy twitter then they wouldn't disclose the bot info now they want to force me to buy t twitter in court now they have to disclose the bot info in court and he said <laughs> he just tweeted that and then he commented on that and said super fired up for the future oh wait no that's not i thought he commented on his own post or said something i think uh, he did at some point but i don't know okay i don't know but then he tweeted this yeah. picture of uh, Chuck Norris playing chess and he commented on his own meme and he said Chuck mate which of course is a tip of the hat to the phrase checkmate when you're playing chess which means you've won the game essentially um, yeah. Chuck mate is just whatever a pun for Chuck Norris because he's a badass yeah. and this reminded me of Q interesting and then, like, how do you get information out there legally, you know, through a court? And, but then, and I'm kind of, oh, no, I did put it in order in our notes. So that happened. And then, I don't know, but 25 minutes ago, he tweeted something about sleep. For improved quality of sleep, raise the head of your bed by about three inches or five centimeters and don't eat three hours before bedtime. 
Well, it's not terrible advice. Yeah, so random. <laughs> I don't know what the relevance is, but... It, I don't know. He's just... He's an interesting character, and he was, you know, he was quiet for about so, a week, I think, on yeah. Twitter, and everybody's like, oh my god, Elon Musk is quiet on Twitter. Yeah. It's like, well, dude, he's got nine flipping kids. He's probably busy, like, changing diapers and needs some sleep or something. I don't think he changes oh. diapers. I don't think he does either, but you never know. Eh, I don't think so. Um, <laughs> but I was like, holy crap, is, is Elon Musk a good guy? You know, I've always thought he's kind of gray, kind of in the middle, kind of does his own thing. He billionaire sits at the table, but basically yeah. is selfish, does whatever the hell he wants. I don't think and he's then, a bad guy. But Trump came out and talked about it in his speech. Hmm. And I started saying, artist. <laughs> is that what that said? Yeah. Well, that's funny. And and then this came out, and I'm like, it started to make me think, all right, we'll talk about it here in a sec. Watch this. And go out, by the way, while I'm here, and sign up now for Truth Social. It's hot as a pistol, and you see that? I call that one right. Leon's, I tell you what. Elon, Elon is not going to buy Twitter. Where did you hear that before? From me. From a fake account. She says fake. A lot of them. Nah, he's got himself a mess. You know, he said the other day, oh, I've never voted for a Republican. I said, I didn't know that. He told me he voted for me. So he's another bullshit artist, but he's not going to be buying it. He's not going to be buying it. Although he might later. Who the hell knows what's going to happen? He's got a pretty rotten contract. I looked at his contract. Not a good contract. But he's not. Sign up for truth. We love the truth. We do love the truth. That's really interesting, though. He's like, I've seen the contract. Why would Donald Trump be looking at Elon Musk's contract? I mean, maybe it's public information because it's a publicly traded company. I don't know. Uh, that's a good I question. Know, I don't know how that works. I don't like, think that would be public. I wouldn't think that that would be true. Like, I don't know. Hmm. It just struck me as really odd for a uh, really odd thing for him to say. I've yeah. seen the I've seen the contract and it's a really bad contract. I'm Maybe thinking, he's bullshitting. You know, I wouldn't be surprised. I think that Trump has to do. There's a certain level of optics that Trump has to have, right? And he's got to there's things that he needs to do to protect himself. And this could honestly just be one of those things. Yeah. Because if he's got ties to Elon Musk and, you know, really, they're already trying to nail him to the wall. I really don't know anything about his contract, but I, I don't either. I just thought like it was strange that Donald Trump has seen Elon Musk's contract by Twitter. Like that just seems like an odd thing. Huh. Yeah, it does. The thing that stood out to me though, is that obviously Trump isn't fond of Elon Musk. He's calling him out as a bullshit artist, saying that he's dishonest and contradicting. Elon Musk has contradicted his own statements, allegedly, to Donald Trump. Whether Donald Trump is lying or not, that's the position he's taking. Right. And I don't think he's necessarily lying. I don't want anybody to keep the name. I, I don't either. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I don't, know what the, I don't know what the play is here. Some, I, I just say that because some people play. say he lies about everything. And whether he's lying or not, I think it's kind of irrelevant. 
Um, I'm not insinuating he is or not, but um, the thing that strikes me is I, I think a lot of people at this level of Donald Trump of influence like Elon Musk and uh, the Biden crime family, um, the Chinese elite, everyone at the head of this table, Putin, all these people and rich oligarchs and billionaires and uh, Soros's and Klaus Schwab's, I think they're all fairly independent and might have some type of alliance with one another in some cases, but I think a lot of it is independent heads of the Hydra. Oh, yeah, I would 100% agree. I think they kind of all have their own agenda. And right now there's a lot of infighting in there. In that, And they're all kind of going rogue and trying to weasel in the best way they can for themselves. Mm-hmm. Even though what Elon is doing seems like a good opportunity for the tr- truth to come out. For some reason, Trump is not but, in agreement know, with, with it. Here's obviously. the other part of that, too, though, that you have to remember is what? that Trump has got a platform that is virtually the same as Twitter. Yes. And Trump is a businessman at heart. You know, okay. so you're not going to promote your competition, right? Of course, that's a good point. Like he, he's his point is to promote Truth Social, which is why he's like, sign up for Truth. We like Truth. We like Truth. Yeah. Don't go on Twitter. You know. Um. So I think a lot of it just simply has to do with you know being a good businessman and promoting his own product or service over somebody else's. I mean, of course, he's going to trash Elon Musk on some level, right? He was very vocal about hating Twitter. He can't come out and say, oh, yeah, I'm so glad Elon's buying Twitter. I'll sign right back up when right. he's got his own social media. I mean, what does that say about his own? He's got to stand yeah, yeah. by his product. I totally get what you're saying. Hmm. So it's definitely. I think yeah. What, he, what? he can't really come out and promote Twitter. I mean, come on. Right. Yeah. You know. Very valid point. I didn't even think about that. And we didn't like Target promoting Walmart. <laughs> right. Interesting. Yeah, it could just be as simple as that. I wonder. But we're going to see this unfold over the coming weeks, of course. This will be one of the stories that we watch closely. Um, So Elon is going to be going to court with Twitter. Um, Which I think is funny. And I think think he's going to end up getting Twitter for whatever it's worth. I just think he's going to end up getting it for a heck of a lot less. My guess is that when all of the information comes out, they could take that initial $44 that was offered, right? And go, okay, well, you were reporting 5% bots for 44 billion, but really there's, you know, 50% bots. So we're going to take that 44 billion and we're going to cut it in half. <laughs> yeah. Or and base it off of the percentage of bots and make that the new price. You know I mean? Yeah. Who knows? I, I don't know. I'm just theorizing. Well, I don't the thing know is, anything about how this stuff works. The thing is, they said they have no way of knowing. So. They might just have to settle or come to an agreement or whatever, but I don't know what how it works or what they're going to look at during the hearings. Or yeah, what. I have no idea. We'll have to see. It's going to be interesting. Uh, yep. Hopefully it goes quick. I wish all this stuff would just get over with tomorrow. Oh, I know. I'm so over it. <laughs> like Brazil is looking better and better by the day or Belize or anywhere. <laughs> oh, I, we just talked about this. Oh, we have more FBI stuff. Oh, yes. 
Republican Congresswoman Lauren Boebert was reported to the FBI on Sunday after she posted a simple response to Biden's latest speech on her Twitter account. We need to terminate this presidency, she wrote, adding, end quote, repeat the line. I mean... Yeah, right. She was mocking Biden, who said presidency instead of pregnancy last week when referring to a 10 year old child's abortion rights. And uh, 10 years old, his quote was, quote, 10 years old and she was forced to travel out of the state to Indiana to seek to terminate the presidency and maybe save her life. The president said on July 8th, referring to a now questionable tale of a child who was allegedly forced to travel from Ohio to Indiana for an abortion. Let me just clarify. This is a made-up story. Come on. Uh, The comments came in a speech after Biden signed an executive order aimed at protecting certain abortion rights and medications. Soon after Biden's speech, Bober said on Twitter that the presidency must be terminated. I mean, okay. It should. I don't disagree with her. (laughs) She honestly, she has... That is, Excuse me, but she has freedom of speech. Yes, and this is a belligerent occupation. Of course it needs to be terminated. Right. Well, the whole purpose of the First Amendment is so that the government cannot persecute you for saying things against the government. <laughs> and it wasn't violent. It wasn't anything illegal. No. So what no, is, she didn't say yeah. anything. She. It's not like she says, let's go storm the Capitol, or, you know, she She says we mu- we need to terminate this presidency. So the social media users reported the tweet to the FBI, the Secret Service, and the Justice Department. So they just tagged them all. I wonder if they actually called them or anything. Yeah, so um, it says another... Oh, they said they're they're threatening the life of the president. Get out of here. Right. Um, Nobody wants to hurt the president. We just want law and order. We just want him gone. Law and order. That's it. That's not violent. That's That's the way the cookie crumbles. Yeah, so she apparently had responded to this by saying, quote, I do not want you, or I do want you to know that I pray for our president. <laughs> Psalm 109.8 says, may his days be few and another take his office. Hallelujah, glory to God. She oh, my gosh. <laughs> and then, of course, the left turns it around. Bobart yeah, prays for Biden's, Biden's death, death and the crowd laughs. Get out of here. I, I know, right? It's just crazy. So anyway, they she's been reported it. to the FBI and the DOJ, and they'll, you know, probably want to censor her in Congress, and you know, because that's how this works yeah. when you have a tyrannical dictatorship, where, um, you know, political persecution is one of the things at your disposal. I mean, we're seeing it all over the world. This mm-hmm. happening. I mean, it's happening in Ukraine and it's happening in other oh. places around the world. A bunch of journalists. So why wouldn't went, it happen here? A bunch of journalists know? went missing in Ukraine. Yeah. So, and political opposition, you know, it's just kind of one of those things that um, it's crazy. We need to unite. What a mess. Yeah. Uh, oh. <laughs> The Army General was suspended over a tweet to Jill Biden. <laughs> yeah. More political persecution. She tweeted, for nearly 50 years, women have had the right to make our own decisions about our bodies. Today, that right was stolen from us. And while we may be devastated by this injustice, we will not be silent. We will not sit back as the progress we have already won slips away. Retired Lieutenant General Gary Valesky t- 
tweeted back at her, said, "Glad you to finally, glad to see you finally know what a woman is." <laughs> <laughs> and they uh, suspended him. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. Well, they're investigating him. I think. Um. Is... Okay. Yeah. No, they're legit investigating him. Uh, so he had his contracts, his military contract suspended, and he's now being investigated. Well, I'm investigating them. Hmm. He did actually go back <laughs> and, like, 24 hours later, uh, deleted the tweet without any explanation or apology. But um, wow. his senior commanders at the Pentagon are actually investigating Why? him. That's so stupid. Um, you know, because we don't have freedom of speech anymore. And see, this is the thing, is he should be able to say this. Again, the First Amendment protects his right to free speech. And um, he is being persecuted for that. And nobody's doing anything or standing up to it. This is what I was talking about earlier. We've got to stand up and start speaking out against this because nobody's standing behind our constitution and the ones that needs to be standing behind our constitution make sure that the laws get followed those people are us not our politicians yeah. us I can't ultimately it's us so i i would be willing to believe the only reason he took the that tweet down is because he got attacked or bullied or threatened or something along those lines i think somebody called him up and said dude you need to take this down now and so he he did um, Whoever who that knows is, what there. Happened if he didn't, hadn't done that, you know. Dude, people are so uptight. It's crazy. First Amendment rights are being trampled on, left and right. Our Second Amendment is being trampled on, left and right. Well, yeah. How um, else? Pretty soon, you know what? You're pretty soon you're going to lose your Fifth Amendment right too, which is the right to not incriminate yourself. Thought crimes and whatnot plead the fifth you plead the fifth and you know i'm not talking to you i'm i'm of the opinion that um if i got police show up in my house i have nothing to say to you nothing yeah i'm not gonna answer questions i'm not gonna say anything i'm not opening my mouth i'm gonna tell them i want a lawyer if they say do you know why we're here i'm gonna say nope and if they say do you want to know why i'm here i'm gonna say nope yeah that's always the best thing to do not because if you they can twist your words or even saying no or yes is bad yeah. <laughs> honestly they or can get you for the other anything. thing honestly the one thing that you can do is just ask them am i if, am i under arrest am i under arrest i'm not answering any questions am i under arrest am i being detained no i'm not answering any questions because yeah, yeah cindy is right we are under a communist dictatorship at this point oh yeah 100 percent Yep. And we all have the right to remain silent, and I will utilize that right until I am no more. Yep. All right. We're seeing issues here uh, in Texas. Oh, gosh. Texas, you guys are really... My heart goes out to you, Texans. You want to take this article? Sure. Texas tells consumers to conserve electricity as wind energy falls short. Go figure. The Electric Reliability Council of Texas, or ERCOT, has warned power consumers in Texas to conserve energy on Monday afternoon and evening because there will not be enough wind power to operate the power grid reliably in peak demand. 
Though Texas is known for its role in the oil industry, it is also the nation's number one producer of wind energy. During a cold snap in the winter of 2021, however, wind turbines froze and many Texans found themselves without electricity. Oh, yeah. Now that scenario is likely to repeat itself, albeit due to high temperatures that are accompanied by calm conditions. There we go. No wind. So they are expecting record high electric demand and low wind. Uh, the failure of wind power during peak demand comes as President Joe Biden and other leaders are pressing the nation to give up on fossil fuels in favor of renewable sources like wind and solar, and often without mentioning nuclear power. This now, is let me the just same say, thing we're seeing globally that's absolutely destroying. Yes. So, world. though, let's take a look at this, because wording a lot of times matters, right? Renewable. Wait, There's what? nothing renewable. What did you say before that? We, you had to look at the words oh. that they're using. They're calling this renewable energy. What What's the definition of renewable? Something that can cre- be created over and over again, right? Mm-hmm. You can't necessarily create wind. Yeah, and I think... You have to hope that it happens. A big, it's kind of like... The problem with it, too, is in order to get those wind turbines erected and manufactured and all of this, they had to utilize coal. They had to utilize oil and gas without that they couldn't even do it so if we completely got off of it we wouldn't be able to make things like this ever again it's a complete scam of a plan to destroy the country or actually destroy many countries because they're all going down the same path and they're all already seeing the same consequences renewable my ass yeah, renewable. So the definition of renewable is capable of being replaced by natural processes. Like forests are renewable resource because you can plant more trees. How do you plant wind? How do you renew wind? How do you How do you yeah. renew sunshine? I mean, granted, you get sunshine every day, right? Sometimes. Um, right, sometimes in a lot of it has to do with the the UV rays. So you can still have solar energy that is gathered. Because um, my I have my brother lives in the Pacific Northwest. Vince knows what that's like. It's cloudy all the time. He's got solar panels. Um, but my point is is that you can't you can't force some of these natural processes. And so by using the term renewable. It's very misleading because it's not something renewable, like oil is renewable. The earth goes through a process of making oil that's renewable. Forests are renewable because you can plant more trees. Um, Farming is renewable. All right. Yeah. They're, They're misleading in their wording. I mean, that's it's, kind of the bottom line. It's psychological warfare. Renew- yeah. They've brainwashed everybody Wind. with this whole green agenda. It's an absolute nightmare. Yeah. So at any rate, there there's not enough wind. So an unrenewable resource is not capable of, you know, refilling the power coffers. And so now they're all asking you to suffer in your 110 or 120 degree heat without air conditioning and yeah. stuff. This is... So, if your power goes out, make sure Where? you stay hydrated and stay in the shade. Do whatever you can to stay cool. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, 
they just say Texas. I don't know if they divide it into a smaller area. Yeah, I'm not sure. But it does say the hours are from 2 to 8 p.m., which are the hottest parts of the day. You know, why don't conserve your energy, you know, from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m., right? Because everybody's using more energy at those peak hours. That's why. That's when it becomes a problem. And this is part of their agenda and this happens in third world countries oh you guys are only allowed to use your power from these hours sorry and that makes it really easy to control everybody limit their use of technology make their lives miserable make them dependent on the government oh just a disaster we need to rebuild we need to start rebuilding now because things are just falling crumbling and you're um, going to see a lot of this, a lot more of this in like places like California too, that are, you know, highly reliant on these. I kind of want to on renewable energy sources. I kind of want to save this next one for Friday. Okay, that's um, fine. It's because it's hilarious. It is hilarious. Uh, <laughs> and then the World Economic Forum is being weird. They're saying that gas prices must go even higher to save... To save the democracy. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? <laughs> Somebody needs to tell these people that we are a constitutional republic, not a democracy. Yeah, there's no democracy here that needs saving, <laughs> Klaus. No. Um, right? Our democracy can fall apart all at once because we have a constitutional republic. Mm-hmm. So they released a position paper Monday that inoxorably links two claimed global crises as one climate change, and the decline of democracy. Get the hell out of here. They're calling for gas to be 620 a gallon plus. Oh, they'll get more. more. Yeah. By August. They'll get more than that. Um, yeah, so they want it to be $6.20 a gallon by August. They're ridiculous. What a scam. Get out of here. You guys don't dictate anything in my life. Um... This was interesting. The Gates-funded picnic facility burnt to the ground. A large facility yeah, I heard that. in El Mello owned by Picnic. I think this is in... Um, oh, I, gotta, I don't remember. Uh, it's a Bill Gates-funded grocery delivery company that uses electric vehicles, has suddenly caught fire in the dead of night. Last year, the company was given a whopping 600 million euros from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, and many participating in the ongoing farmers' protests in Holland have openly stated they believe Gates may be partly responsible for pushing additional climate laws. Uh, Here's a video of the burning. Very interesting. Um, So that's in the Netherlands. Oops. And they say, regardless, it still isn't clear what the cause of the fire was or whether it was tied to the protests, though some have speculated it is in retaliation over the career-destroying nitrogen policy brought in by the root government. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if that's the case. Um, People are fed up. Yeah. People are going to fight back. That's just kind of the natural course of things. Yeah. And I think people know exactly where this stuff is coming from. I think it was a Russian hacker. I think Russia did it. You think Russia did it? 
I think that the Dutch did it. Uh. Oh, come on. My whole life, I'm like, my whole entire life, the Dutch half of me has been like, I'm like, the Dutch people never do anything. I'm like, there's no, like, nobody cares. Like, yeah. People barely ever hear. And I'm like, my phone, <laughs> My Safari app doesn't even have a Dutch translate option. They're like, we don't care about Dutch. I'm like, I'm trying to read right? this. I know, and I'm like 25% Dutch, so like there's a good portion of me. Like my grandfather was 100% Dutch. Um, his, I think it was his parents that came over here from Holland. So you never hear anything about them. They're like they're quiet and they're just yeah. you know. Even my grandfather was very quiet. He never said. I don't think he said more than 10 words to me my whole entire life. So they're I'm like, quiet until they start walking boring. around in their clogs. Right? I know. They're little wooden shoes and they're like, we're going to kick your ass. <laughs> I'm like, yay. My ancestors are finally sticking up for something, I suppose. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so it's interesting so. to see kind of a... We've it been is. watching all of our food and all of the people's farms and stuff be attacked and then all of a sudden random well, you know, fire. And and, yeah. When you have people like this, you never hear anything about, right? Like, you don't ever hear anything about the Dutch people. Yeah. Because they're pretty calm, pretty pretty mellow, pretty low-key or whatever. And now, all of a sudden, you start seeing things like this. They're it really badasses. It show you the level of awakening that the world has oh. taken. Oh, yeah. Because, like, if, if, yeah, if the Dutch people who you never hear anything about are mm. fed up with this crap, Think about the rest of the world, you know? Is... So it really does give me a lot of hope, and I'm actually really excited about this, not just because I'm part Dutch, um, but because you do see that level of awakening in people, like, they're done. People are done being treated like this. We've dealt with this for crap for two years. We've stayed silent. We've done yeah. all this, and it's not just us outspoken Americans anymore or whatever, you know, you've got... Canadians who you never hear anything about that are protesting. You've got the Dutch who are protesting. You've got, you know, people all over the world that you never hear anything I about. And I'm actually like, no, we're done. We're not dealing with this anymore. And it brings a lot of hope. It's, it's, it brings in a real biblical sense. Yeah. To my, my heart and soul. Um, it's a beautiful thing. Let's take a break from the news real quick and thank our wonderful listeners out there having their morning coffee with us. We still have quite a bit to go. Uh, we're coming to the close last maybe 10 to 20 minutes. I don't know. But Yay donated a diamond and said, hope everybody has a great week. Thank you so much, Yay. Uh, with always your positive energy and great wisdom that you share with us um, and the Red Pill family. We appreciate it. Thank you very much. Hope your week is great too. Patriotic Pisces donated a Ninja Gini. Big donation there. We all appreciate you both speaking out with truth. Thank you. And uh, I see you over there speaking out as well. And we appreciate you. Thank you so much. Left Maryland donated a buck with a cool smiley face. Thank you so much, Left Maryland. We appreciate your support. And also uh, gifted a cookie. Thank you, Left Maryland, so much. We appreciate Thank it. You. Multiple platform donations. Damn. <laughs> Thank you so much, you guys. And then, uh, Alan, thank you so much. Gifted a cookie as well. God and wins. Kill Flop 05 just donated a lemon. Really? 
Yeah. Heel flop. I haven't seen you in a minute. Hi, heel flop. Thank you. All right, you guys, and we're monitoring the chats uh, as we go here. So thank you all for participating. Uh, if you're listening in the future, or if you just want us to definitely see your chat, you could always donate with your message, or you could comment, leave a comment on Rumble, and uh, I go back and I review those later in the day. Uh, so yeah, let us know your thoughts, what's going on, how you're doing, how much you love the show, and make sure you hit that plus sign on the Rumble as well while you're there. Um, anyway... Let's jump back into it. All right, sorry, I've got a I've got a rogue spider somewhere in my office. <laughs> I don't know where it's oh. at, so I'm a little nervous. I keep looking around because it was up <laughs> on my ceiling and way too high for me to smash him. So I'm like, okay, well, you just stay oh, there. Well, he lives and now there he's now. gone. <laughs> I don't know where he's at. <laughs> uh oh. So if I scream suddenly, <laughs> it's because I found the spider. <laughs> Just in case somebody stayed offline all weekend and you're unaware, Sri Lanka's prime minister has resigned after protesters stormed the presidential palace. Wild. That is nice. Yeah, they actually went in, from my understanding, because I kind of watched a little bit of this over the weekend. Yes. Is they went in and they ate a lot of the food that was in the palace. Yep. And they used the exercise equipment and they went swimming in the swimming pool. And yep. then my understanding is that they lit the presidential palace on fire. Yep. So I'm just like, these people have had enough. <laughs> yeah. Here's their pool party. Um, it was okay. I don't know, it's lagging, but um, this happened. Uh, as I said, the prime minister said that he would resign. He mm -hmm. technically, I don't believe, has as of yet. I think right now he is, actually he was videoed allegedly. I can't tell, but apparently there was a video where he was seen running with luggage onto a military vessel, meaning uh, yeah. amphibious. He, vehicle, I think, was escaping Sri Lanka <laughs> as this was happening. Yeah, you know, and this is what needs to happen more and more in more countries. You know, this is how we stand up and we unite together. Yeah, when the government yeah. doesn't please the people any longer, it's up to the people to put something in place for themselves. And the, luckily, yeah. in the United States, that's in our constitution, and we could legally do that. In other countries, I don't know their processes, but when right. it comes to push and shove, uh, the people standing up usually get their way. Yeah, uh, exactly. historically. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's no way. Yeah. I mean, it, this is what it takes. Is it takes people uniting, and that's what we saw in Sri Lanka. Was regardless of any differences that any of those people had, they were able to put those differences aside and work together for a common cause. Well, I don't think and they have. Cool. They might not have as much as of a psychological grip on the Sri Lankan community like they do in the states well, or in some of Europe. I would imagine. It's funny how. You know, sometimes chaos can bring people together. Mm. Um, when you're when you don't have food and oh, you can't, shit. you don't get gas, you don't have gas to go to work, you can't make money. It's it's amazing what 
um, starvation and and stuff like that will do. Yeah. Like it, it, it makes other things seem less relevant and less important. Right. I'm pretty sure if I offered somebody a cup of rice and I'm like, hey, dude, do you want a cup of rice? They're not going to be like, did you just call me dude and assume that I'm a blah, blah, blah? No, they're going to be right. like, oh, yeah. thank you. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right. When people are starving, when people are starving uh, to death, and they can't, they can't get gas to go to work. They have no money to buy food. There is no food to be had, even if you oh, could buy yeah. it. You know, all of these things. Yeah. It's like pronouns are going to seem, and uh, issues on abortion are going to seem way less important. Yeah, abortion. We need to have kids. Like a, 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 Yeah. So it, it's one of those things where these catastrophes like this can sometimes bring people together so it's not necessarily a terrible thing um when stuff like this happens because it does allow people to come together for a common goal Truth. So, not that i want to see oh what um no, nothing okay. i just saw comment i'm gonna move on to the next story <laughs> Um, Biden considers declaring national health emergency in response to abortion ruling. Smart. Yeah, this just gives him, he's going to declare a national emergency, which gives him the right to do all kinds of things. My, you know, you know where my head goes uh, with this? Oh, crap. I forgot to log in. You know where my head goes with this? What? Human trafficking. Yep. Body parts selling. Yep. The crime that happens organ, with yeah, organ this stuff. Um, and I think that they're desperate for the that industry to continue. And that he could try to do something along these lines. And it's disgusting. It's 100% disgusting. And I think that's exactly what it boils down to. Is the... You've got child trafficking. You've got organ harvesting. Um, you've got all of these disgusting things. Population we're not going to even get into the conspiracy portion of it, you know, because there's a lot more there. Um, yeah, if yeah, you know, you know. But yeah, if you know, you know. We don't have to tangent on that. We're, yeah, I'm not going to go into that. <laughs> we have to stay somewhat positive because, dude, right? this shit gets, it goes deep. I'm sure a lot of yep. you have gone there. You know exactly what we're talking about, but let's move on. We got... A couple more, and um, I'm not going to read this whole thing, but it was definitely interesting. This is where, unless you had, do you have anything else on that? No, that's pretty much it. Um, They're just going to try to create one emergency after another to keep his powers, his presidential powers, rolling over. For sure. Oh, gosh. He needs to be taken the heck out of there ASAP. Sorry, what? That's really all it boils down to is his emergency powers. Yeah. It's just... If it's not this, it's COVID. If it's not COVID, it's monkeypox. It's it's just one <laughs> national emergency after another. It'll be the energy crisis. He's just trying to because the president has more powers under this under a state of a national emergency. Yeah, easier to be a tyrant that way. Yep. Uh, information warfare is the title of the episode. And part of that information warfare that we're all victims of. So uh, be careful with what 
comes across your screens. Part of this strategy utilizes deconstruction and uh, Vocal Distance put out this um, Substack article. Vocal Distance, by the way, is like social distance, but uh, distancing distancing from woke people. (laughs) Vocal Distance. Uh, They're on Twitter as well if you want to follow them. But they published this article. It was really great. It talks about deconstruction. And they say uh, deconstruction operates by attacking at the level of meaning what gets deconstructed are words ideas ideologies concepts discourses art texts symbols etc whatever can be used to mean something whatever can be used to mean something or communicate gets deconstructed so they shit on the flag they do things like this they they shit on uh different ideas and the way that they do it is they uh oh wait gluing your hands to a famous painting uh maybe so they say here there are a few things deconstruction does as it operates in our current malu uh that french word which means like our current society or our current situation yeah predicament Mm, yeah this includes, but is not limited to, blurring the lines and boundaries which define a concept or idea, subvert the meaning of an idea by seeking to invert it or under, under, undercut its legitimacy. Uh, something that comes to mind is the big lie. The big lie was the stolen election, but the left took the big lie and turned it around and flipped it to mean something else. Or like calling somebody a fascist when you're the actual fascist. Exactly. Subvert. Inversion should be in here. I don't know if it is. But yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, it is. Seeking yeah, to invert it or other yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Attempting to show that concepts, ideas, assertions, and claims to the truth are socially constructed are always influenced and corrupted by the interests, desires, and biases of the people and culture that develop them. Arguing that claims to truth are really claims to power, that whoever decides what is true for society gets a lot of power, and that power-seeking influences the process of deciding what is true. Endlessly reinterpreting, reframing, decontextualizing, and recontextualizing anything that has meaning, and claiming that there is no single right, correct, or true way to interpret anything that has meaning. I see this done with the actual language we use. Language yeah, like is renewable. Like renewable. renewable. Yeah, yeah, good example. So people, though, I've had an argument with a friend where we're, we're having um, a deep conversation. We're talking about social issues and all this. And the argument to me is, well, it depends how you define that word. Okay, well, let's <laughs> look up the definition. Well, you know, your definition is different than my definition. So why do we even have this conversation? And at that point, I, I'm i not having that debate with a person who does these, these tactics because it's not logical. It's... Um, because you could change the definition to anything. I could yeah. say that the definition of wall is, you know, what I take a bath in. It's nonsense. It's nonsensical. It, it it's is. not it's not how our language works. Just because you change the definition of something doesn't make the definition actually change. For sure. And this is kind of an example of this technique. Monticello is going woke and... T- trashing thomas jefferson's legacy in the process the charlottesville virginia home of the founding father and america's third president is one of the best known national monuments 
familiar from its appearance on the nickel since 1938. But the Hilltop Mansion, designed by Jefferson himself, once preserved as, as a tribute to the author of the Declaration of Independence, now offers visitors a harangue, a harangue? Harangue. Harangue. I don't know. On the horrors of slavery. I don't know how to pronounce that. Um, I'm not going to look it up. The whole thing has... It's like, okay, hold on. Let me just stop there. <laughs> You're like, you are looking it up. I'm not looking it up. I'm looking at the author, and I'm thinking how... I'm like, this is too much in an article. This is not... Like, your average person isn't going to know what this is. Just take it out. Yeah. Ugh. Quote, the whole thing has the feel of propaganda and manipulation, Jeffrey Tucker, founder of the uh, Libertarian Brownstone Institute and recent visitor, told The Post. People on my tour seemed sad and demoralized. Some of the things that they've done is like this. Is all men are created equal being lived up to in our country today? When will we know when it is? <laughs> so, and... Visitors have noticed Thomas Jefferson's Monticello has transformed into a slavery exhibit criticizing the founding father. Um, yeah, it's not sad. Yeah, and they go through all these examples, and it's just disgusting. Um, yeah, they go through a bunch just, eh, oh my gosh. So a bunch of examples of this being done, and it's all twisted woke, ran by Democrats, and it's just an absolute disgrace. And same thing with what we saw with destroying of art like we just talked about um bringing down statues and just not teaching civics not teaching pride not teaching history properly just this twisting of everything and it's psychologically fucking up everything so one solution to this is to homeschool talk about these things be careful about what is learned um it doesn't take long to be indoctrinated and tricked in somewhere like a college or a grade school or even i guess preschools and kindergartens nowadays that are learning about sex yeah. so homeschool 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 teach at home uh yep. to the best of your ability really seek it out uh it's and, a know, huge movement right now so there's a lot of resources and help and community that come together to do these things and don't believe yep. the propaganda about that either because they do oh they're exactly. going to be socially retarded or oh i guess you're not supposed to say that whatever my my kid my kid is homeschooled and i tell you what he is a little social butterfly <clears throat> he, is. he knows everybody in this town. He knows what everybody is doing. He has lots of friends, and you know, like he—he's always talking about this kid or that kid. Or and I'm like, who are these kids? Like, why have I never met them? He's like, they're my friends, mom. I'm like, okay. So you know, it's one of those things. And he's been homeschooled. He literally went to public school for half a year in kindergarten. He's been homeschooled ever since. Like, he does not have a problem making friends. He will walk up to a kid and introduce himself and, That's awesome. you know, so it, it really is. And not all kids, like, I was one of those kids. I went to public school. I was homeschooled for a year and a half. Um, then my mom was like, you need to be socialized. And then she sent me back to public school. And I'm like, no, please. I'm like, I don't want to be socialized. <laughs> like, I legitimately... I would yeah. be perfectly fine living my living my life all by myself, <laughs> like in the middle of nowhere with nobody around me. Like I didn't need to be. Some kids don't need that, so don't feel like you have to force it on your kids. You know, my kid thrives on being around other kids and being around people. Me, I don't. 
I'm like, it's kind of a sick joke that God played on me. He's like, ha ha, I'm going to give you a kid that's a social butterfly. Oh, shit. <laughs> and awkward. I'm like, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> that's awkward. But, yeah, you know, and so don't buy into this whole homeschool is for, there is so many kids out there. We literally, there's the little boy that lives across the street from us is homeschooled. Nice. And that's my, that's his best friend. You so, know what? You know what's weird, too? I hardly okay. Growing up, I ran around by community. I played in the front yard. Mm-hmm. I walked down the street to the park. I mm-hmm. ran across the street and knocked on the door and was like, "Hey, could my friends play?" Or around okay. the corner, or down the street that way, down the street that way, everywhere. We rode our bikes, whatever. I do not see this shit. I don't see kids playing. No, and you know what is sad is that so like my kid loves riding his bike. There are people in our neighborhood that will yell at him for riding his bike. Like, why are you riding your bike here? That's when you teach him. I'm like, he's a kid, come on. You know what we'd do to those people? We'd ride as fast as we could, and then we'd hit our brakes and create that big-ass skid mark in their driveway. (laughs) Oh, my kid literally had somebody call the cops on him because he was riding his his bike in their neighborhood. Oh. I'm like, oh, yeah, you better point that guy out to me because if he ever tries that trick again. We're going to practice our (laughs) skid marks. He may think twice about ever doing that again. <laughs> Sheesh. So, but yeah, it's yeah, bizarre. It's, crazy. it's so bizarre. Yeah, it is. Especially kids in cities. Kids aren't allowed to be kids anymore. They, you know, you go, you send your kids to school, and this is the sad part about it, is they convince you that your kid's got ADHD or oh ADD. Or they, and it's like, no, you've got these poor little kids who should be out playing and burning off all this energy that they have because they've got a massive amount of it right. because they're kids. And you coop them up in a building for six to eight hours a day. And then you're like, oh, I don't know why they can't sit still. And you feed them crap. Yeah, exactly. So the one thing with homeschooling for me when Eric was little. Not literally. (laughs) Feed them. You feed them garbage. um, Food and garbage information as well. It's just bad all the way around. I mean, there were times where when we started out and Aaron was like five years old. About the, we would go about 10 to 15 minutes before he needed to go burn off some energy. And so I'd let him run around for five minutes and then we'd come back and then we would do 10 or 15 more minutes, sometimes 20. And then, yeah. spend, but, you know, and that's one of the setbacks of homeschooling is every kid is different and exactly. you can't expect to round up 30 kids in a room and have them all do the same thing at the same time. That's just not realistic. That's why you have that kid eating crayons and kids sniffing glue. <laughs> right. like, you gotta, you have to be there to teach and, uh, there's tasks they could do alone, but I'm just saying it's just, it's just the right. system we have is just absolutely broken. So it is, it's crazy. But we'll if you do, it. if you are going to send your kids to public school, um, the one thing I would say is just be a parent. Have a good, you know, make sure that you know. Things. Yeah, exactly. Open the lines of communication. Make sure that your child knows what your values and your ethics are, and make sure that you have those conversations. And you say, you know, well, this is what I learned in school today. Well, that's not really how we believe, or that's not really how we think, or, you know, this is why. So have those difficult conversations with your kids. And there's, I do it all the time and it sucks. And there's times where my kids like, why do they do this mom? And I'm like, I don't know, you know, but you do, you just have to, the reason that we're in the situation, I think, that we're in right now, a lot of it has to do with because parents stopped being parents. Yeah. That's the bottom line. That was a big part of this whole conspiracy, man. Man, yeah. Holy crap. 
Yeah. What a day. Uh, Randy's, guys... Randy's offering to ride his bike with my kid. <laughs> That's nice. awesome. Thank you, Randy. I appreciate that. <laughs> I might just take you up on that offer because it's <laughs> That'd be fun. <laughs> I'm going to get a bike here pretty soon. I have a bike. I just need to get it out of storage because that's where it's currently at. Hey, in the post-apocalyptic future, a bicycle is going to be worth like... I don't have to put gasoline in it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We've just scratched the surface this morning, you guys. As many of you are probably aware, uh, as uh, Van Halen is. Van Halen. Uh, who donated five dollars to us on Rumble? They wanted us to talk about the Peto Peter story that's breaking and all this stuff uh, that we saw unfolding over the weekend. Uh, it didn't make the cut this episode. Uh, Josh has the opportunity to cover it tonight on the Daily Dose at five thirty p.m. Pacific. But thank you for the donation, Van Halen. Uh, we appreciate that. Uh, Josh has the opportunity to break it down and discuss what's happening. Um, I'm sure. Uh, you guys could also dig on it independently if you'd like to, but for tonight's show, we don't have it on our list, which is totally good, totally fine. It's disgusting anyway, and uh, developing. So we'll get on it, though. A lot more to go through, you guys. Too much to go through, even in two shows a day. So I hope you guys enjoyed what we did pull out and provide for you guys. Let us know in the comments. Hit those plus buttons on Rumble and whatnot. We appreciate your guys' support. Um and uh, Andrea, do you have any final words this wonderful morning or wherever they are, afternoon or evening? <clears throat> Try to keep your head above that jello. It's hard right now. And, you know, I, the world is going through a major change. And those changes aren't easy. It's kind of like growing, you know. Um, my kid always asked me, you know, he's like, oh, I want to grow up so bad. I want to grow up. And then he wants to stay a kid. And I was like, you know. And he's like, why does life have to be so tough? I'm like, life is hard. Here's my advice. This is what I told him the other day. I said, life is tough, but it's even tougher when you're stupid. So don't be stupid. (laughs) I'm going to take that advice. All right. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's hard. Life life is never going to be easy. It was never promised to be easy. Uh, No one was ever like, hey, you're going to skate right through this, you know? Yeah. And um, I think... I think we forget to acknowledge the moment and until it's too late and um, live in the moment. We're living in embrace the suck. Embrace the suck. That's good. So I think that um, the moment's underrated in that we take advantage of things. We don't see the full picture and we don't have things in the future to compare it to. But, um, so with that, I would say, enjoy the moment, um, bask in it. We live in unprecedented times, and mm-hmm. it's a gift and a curse. Um, mm-hmm. And in a way, those are sort of the same thing um, yeah. in a philosophical sense. You can't have life without death. You can't have gifts without curses. You can't have good without bad. Um, True. But <clears throat> with that said, I mean enjoy the moment enjoy your beautiful days enjoy your family you know call your mother if you're um privileged enough to still have her around are you Um, trying to tell me something Vince? no i'm just saying i mean (laughs) i was joking it was a joke (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, Call your mother. <laughs> like, did she say something? What are the cats? <laughs> I don't think so. But, yeah, I love that. Um, I guess that's a nice, solemn, happy note to leave on. I'm. I, we have a lot of stuff to get through today, so thank you everybody yeah. for tuning in. Andrea, thank you for joining me and going through all this news. Nice. I, I love it every day. It just... I don't know if it's the coffee or our conversation or the red pill family, but something about the morning coffee time always lifts me up. So thank you for joining me during this time. And thank you to the red pill family for joining as well. Hope you had your coffee and you're feeling good and you're ready to go. Uh, Tune in tonight, 5:30 PM with Joshua Reed and the rest of the week, we're just going full steam ahead. So we'll be morning, night, morning, night, and then right into the weekend. So everybody take care. We love you. God bless. See you next time. Peace.